0: This podcast was first broadcast on FreshFM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on FreshFM as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app.
1: Kia ora, thanks for tuning in to the most down-to-earth kids radio show in New Zealand, The Kids Mix, with me, Kath B. We'll have songs, stories, fun facts, giveaways, and what's that noise? Plus, Susie Cato joins us with Susie and Friends. The Kids Mix, with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. You've had some rest, now it's time to wake up. You feel refreshed, now it's time to wake up, wake up. It's time to wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time to wake up. You've had some rest now, it's time to wake up. You feel refreshed now, it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up.
2: Trees all stark and bare, but the Christmas. Seasons come and seasons
1: go. What's a doodlebug? Is it a bug that doodles? Do you know what doodles means? It means just doodling around with your pen on a piece of paper and drawing whatever you feel like, usually when you're talking to somebody on the phone or something. Here's Anna Van Riel's song called Doodlebug. Doodlebug, doodlebug. Reflection in the Mirror? This song's from the movie Mulan and it's called Reflection. Look at me,
3: you may think you see who I really am, but you'll never know me every day. It's as if I play. If I wear a mask, I can fool the world, but I cannot fool my heart. my heart
1: goldfish? Well this next story is about a rainbow fish. The Rainbow Fish
0: by Marcus Pfister, Translated by J. Allison James In the deep blue sea There lived a fish Not just an ordinary fish But the most beautiful fish In the entire ocean His scales were every shade of blue And green and purple With sparkling silver scales among them The other fish were amazed at his beauty They called him Rainbow Fish Come on, Rainbow Fish They would call Come on and play with us But the rainbow fish would just glide past, proud and silent, letting his scales shimmer. One day, a little blue fish followed after him. "'Rainbow fish!' he called. "'Wait for me! "'Please give me one of your shiny scales. "'They are so wonderful, and you have so many!' You want me to give you one of my special scales? Who do you think you are? Cried the rainbow fish. Get away from me. Shocked, the little blue fish swam away. He was so upset, he told all his friends what had happened. From then on, no one would have anything to do with the rainbow fish. They turned away when he swam by. What good were the dazzling, shimmering scales with no one to admire them? Now he was the loneliest fish in the entire ocean. One day he poured out his troubles to the starfish. I really am beautiful. Why doesn't anybody like me? I can't answer that for you, said the starfish. But if you go beyond the coral reef to a deep cave, you will find the wise octopus. Maybe she can help you. The Rainbow Fish found the cave. It was very dark inside, and he couldn't see anything. Then, suddenly, two eyes caught him in their glare, and the octopus emerged from the darkness. I have been waiting for you, said the octopus with a deep voice. The waves have told me your story. This is my advice. Give a glittering scale to each of the other fish. You will no longer be the most beautiful fish in the sea, but you will discover how to be happy. I can't, the rainbow fish started to say, but the octopus had already disappeared into a dark cloud of ink. Give away my scales? My beautiful, shining scales? Never! How could I ever be happy without them? Suddenly, he felt the light touch of a fin. The little blue fish was back. Rainbow fish, please, don't be angry. I just want one little scale. The rainbow fish wavered. Only one very, very small shimmery scale, he thought. Well, maybe I wouldn't miss just one. Carefully, the rainbow fish pulled out the smallest scale and gave it to the little fish. Thank you, thank you very much, the little blue fish bubbled playfully as he tucked the shiny scale in among his blue ones. A rather peculiar feeling came over the rainbow fish. For a long time, he watched the little blue fish swim back and forth with his new scale glittering in the water. The little blue fish whizzed through the ocean with his scale flashing, so it didn't take long before the rainbow fish was surrounded by the other fish. Everyone wanted a glittering scale. The Rainbow Fish shared his scales left and right, and the more he gave away, the more delighted he became. When the water around him filled with glimmering scales, he at last felt at home among the other fish. Finally the Rainbow Fish had only one shining scale left. His most prized possessions had been given away, yet he was very happy. Come on, Rainbow Fish, they called. Come and play with us. Here I come, said the Rainbow Fish, and happy as a splash, he swam off to join his friends.
4: I woke up this morning I went for a swim around Get home in the evening My lily pad is burning down I got the greens I got the greens so bad I got the worst case of the greens That a frog could ever have One and one is two Six and two is eight Feeling so bad, I think it was the flies that I ate. I got the greens, I got the greens so bad. I got the worst case of the greens that a frog could ever have. I got the greens so bad I got the greens I got the greens so bad I got the worst case of the greens That a frog could ever have Well, I worry every day One thought goes through my head Warrior Frenchman's gonna try and eat my legs. I got the greens, I got the greens so bad. I got the worst case of the greens that a frog.
1: a really, really cool song by Jake Nota and it's called Grandpa Song. You can clap along. I know you
5: You've got me
1: for joining me, Kath B on Fresh FM's Kids Mix This song's about a witch living in a cave by Anika Moore It's called The Witch of Māketu
6: Once upon a time I walked through the forest I chanced upon a cave I didn't know what to do An old lady was inside, bent over a smelly stew I slowly realized she was the witch of market too. She beckoned me inside with a finger come hither I was under her evil spell, but I didn't even quiver She asked me to help her out She needed some supply She said, can you count to ten? Look deep into my eyes. I need one horse's hoof and two frogs. Five scared little goats (laughs) And six ogres bogeys Yum! Seven cute fairy wings And eight toesies Nine octopus legs Mm -hmm. And ten sniffy-bees-nosies For my delicious stew Now hop to it, girlsie! I walked out of the cave, and scavenged in the forest. I collected all her things, and felt so brave with courage. Well done, you clever girl, said the witch of Market, too. But there's one more tasty ingredient I need. And she threw me in her stew.
5: (laughs) Delicious!
1: I love this next story. It's read by Alan Livingston, and it's called Sparky and the Talking Train.
7: Do you like trains? There was a little boy once who liked trains. As a matter of fact, he more than just liked them. He loved trains. His name was Sparky and he lived right near the railroad depot on Station Street and he was always talking about the trains that went by. He lived so close to them that he could stand in front of his house and wave to the engineer and then count the cars as they passed. Sparky liked the passenger trains because they went so fast and he longed someday to ride on one. You see he never had. Sparky liked freight trains, too, because they were so long and had so many different kinds of cars on them. Sparky even learned the names of the different cars and used to call them out as he watched a freight train go by. Like this... Sparky gradually learned a lot about trains from his father, who had a big job with the railroad. And he liked to talk about the things he knew with the other kids in the neighborhood.
8: Do you know what the big wheels on the engine are for? Sure, anybody knows that. That's what the engine rides on. Yeah, who doesn't know that? Well, the engine rides on them all right, but the big wheels are the ones that have the power. They make the train go they're called drivers well if you're so smart what are those little wheels in the front for? they're the pony trucks they guide the train on the tracks and make it go around turns well what if they do? I'd rather play baseball and talk about trains let's go! yeah let's go! come on Sparky let's get up again. well uh... I'd rather stay here the express is coming through in a couple of minutes and I wouldn't want to miss it <laughs>
7: Yes, Sparky would rather watch the Express go by than play ball, shoot marbles, or almost anything. And it was a lucky thing that he did stay to watch the Express that day, because for the first time, a very strange and unusual thing happened. You see, here's what happened. The Express train came on time as usual. And as usual, Sparky stood in front of his house and called out the cars as they went by. Of course, passenger cars this time.
8: Engine, coal car, baggage, mail car, coach, coach, diner, pullman, pullman, observation car. Goodbye.
7: Goodbye,
8: spy. goodbye Sparky, I heard it just as plain. Mother, mother, the train, it talked to me. and said goodbye, I heard it. The whistle blew and it talked, it talked to me. Mother, did you hear it?
9: For goodness sake, what's all the excitement? I'm in the kitchen, dear. Mother! the. The train, it talked. It talked to me. Now, really, what in the world do you mean the train talked to you? It did. It answered me when I said goodbye. It was in the whistle. It... it... Mother, don't you believe me? Don't you believe the train talked? Well, now, now look, darling. Trains just don't talk. They're not human. They're just machines, dear. You see, it was your imagination. You just thought you heard the train answer you was not my imagination. I heard it. I heard it plain as anything. Now, that's enough of that. We'll talk to your daddy about it when he gets home. Maybe he can make you understand. Now run upstairs and wash. Daddy'll be home soon we're having an early dinner. But mother, I twi- said we'd talk about it when your daddy gets home. Now do as I say. Yes, mother.
7: And poor Sparky went upstairs to get ready for dinner as his mother had told him to do but he just couldn't wait for his father to get home because he was sure he would understand after all his father worked for the railroad and if trains could talk then his father must certainly have heard them he could hardly wait and when he finally heard his father coming up the walk he ran down to meet him
8: daddy can't trains talk can't they daddy
10: talk sparky (laughs) well they make enough noise but I'd hardly say they can talk
8: but daddy I heard it I heard it just as plain
10: oh now Sparky I think your imagination is running away with you you're thinking too much about trains
8: but daddy
10: oh, now don't be silly Sparky come on supper's ready and we don't want it to get cold
8: yes daddy
10: poor Sparky it
7: seems nobody would believe him not even his friends at school when he told them about it the next day
8: But the train did talk to me. I heard it, it did. Oh boy, that's a funny one. Trains talking. Who ever heard of a train talking? You're crazy, Sparky. You're train crazy. You've been watching those trains so much, you think they talk to you. All right, if you don't believe me, come on over to the depot and hear for yourself. The local is coming in. Maybe it will talk, too. Come on, if you're so smart.
7: So Sparky and his friends went down to watch the local come in. The local stopped at the station right by Sparky's house.
8: Oh, I am tired. Hear that? Hear it? I don't hear nothing, really? That's all I heard. But but didn't you? Sparky thinks the trains talk. Sparky thinks the trains talk. Yeah. Boy, are you crazy.
7: The other kids couldn't hear the train talking. Perhaps it was because they didn't like trains as much as Sparky did. Perhaps the trains didn't want anyone else to hear them. Everyone in school talked about it and laughed at Sparky until he could hardly stand it. The older kids teased him and the younger kids pointed at him and giggled. So Sparky didn't play with them much anymore. In fact, he was a pretty sad and lonely boy. And he stopped telling anyone about the talking trains. Even his parents. Sparky stayed pretty much by himself after that and said no more about trains. Even his mother and father noticed how
10: quiet he was. And they began to worry about him.
9: I'm worried about Sparky. He's so quiet, and he seems so unhappy.
10: I know. I've noticed it, too.
9: Isn't there something we can do? Nothing seems to interest him.
10: I know. He's always wanted to take a train ride. Why don't I take him into town tomorrow on the early train?
9: That's a good idea. That'll certainly make him happy. Maybe if he rides on a train, he'll forget those silly ideas of his about trains talking. Sparky? Yes, Mother? Come in here a minute, dear.
10: Yes? Sparky? How would you like to ride to town with me tomorrow? On the train.
8: To town? On the train? Oh, yes, Daddy. Will you take me? Will you really?
7: (laughs) Ah, that put a little life into Sparky. A ride on the train. He could hardly wait until the next morning. But the time finally came and Sparky and his dad climbed into the first car where Sparky wanted to ride. It wasn't long until they were speeding along. And Sparky was just about as happy as a boy could be.
8: Daddy, how fast are we going?
10: Oh, about 50 miles an hour, I guess.
8: How far is it the town from here?
10: Well, I don't know for sure, Sparky. About 30 miles, probably.
8: It's 21 miles, it's 21 miles, it's 21 miles to go. It's 21 miles, Daddy.
10: Well, how would you know, Sparky? Here comes the conductor, I'll ask him. How far are we from town, conductor?
7: Well, we just passed Fair Oaks. uh, It's exactly 21
8: miles.
10: That's odd. How could you know so exactly, Sparky?
8: Well, uh, the train, I... Well, I just know.
10: (laughs) Hmm. Oh, that's odd. Odd indeed. Yes, yeah, Sparky's
7: father didn't understand it. You see, he didn't know that the train had told Sparky how far it was. And Sparky didn't bother to tell him because he knew it would just make him angry again. So, on they rode to town. But a strange and exciting thing was to happen before they ever got there. Sparky and his father sat in the train as it rolled along without talking for a while. All of a sudden, the clicking wheels of the train began calling Sparky. Help me, Sparky. Help me, Sparky. Help me,
8: Sparky. Help me, Sparky. What's the matter?
10: Nothing's the matter. What do you mean, Sparky?
8: Oh, uh, excuse me. Nothing, Daddy. Stop wheel is loose. Stop wheel is loose. wheel is loose. Wheel is loose, wheel is loose. The wheel is loose? Which one? Sparky,
10: who in the world are you talking to? Right front
8: wheel. Right front wheel. Right front wheel. Daddy. Daddy, the right front wheel is loose on his car. Stop train, teleconductor, daddy, please.
10: Sparky, stop that shouting. What are you talking about? How do you know a wheel is loose? I
8: know. The train, it talks. Well, I just know conductor to stop
10: the train Sparky be quiet Everyone is looking at you Now don't tell me the train's been talking to you again And told you it has a loose wheel Yes daddy
8: it did It told me We have a loose wheel And there will be a terrible wreck if the train doesn't stop
10: Sparky I've just had enough of this nonsense Now you sit down and be quiet There's nothing wrong with this train And we're going to be in town in ten minutes But
8: daddy But daddy you've got to listen to me If you won't do something I will I'll pull a cord up there The mer- Emergency cord. That will put on the brakes and
10: stop the train. Sparky, get down off that seat. Don't pull that cord. Stop, Sparky. Yeah, here, here. What's the matter?
7: Who pulled the emergency cord? Who stopped the train? I did, uh- sir
10: you did yes conductor i am afraid my son did and i'm terribly sorry now if you just start the train i'll see that he's punished when we get home
8: conductor there's a loose wheel on this train on the right front and if you start this train again there will be a terrible accident
10: sparky i told you please
8: mr conductor please go out and look at the wheel
10: what's the matter with this boy anyway well he, he thinks the train was talking to him it's just his imagination Now, please start the train, and uh, I'll keep him quiet.
8: Wait. I'll make you believe me. I can prove that the train talked to me. Daddy, remember I told you when we were 21 miles from town?
10: Yes, but... uh, How did
8: I know that?
10: Well, I don't know. I... uh... The
8: train told me. That's how I knew. That ought to show you the train talked to me. And the train told me it has a loose wheel. Daddy, please just take a look and see.
10: Well, you did say 21 miles when that's just what it was. Maybe we should take a look at that.
7: Now, you're not going to start that talk, too. I'm going to signal the engineer to go on.
10: I've had enough of this monkey business. Oh wait, conductor. Here's my card. I'm the Eastern Division Manager of this railroad, and I demand that you inspect the right front wheels on this car. Well, well, I guess I have
7: to... And all three of them went out to look at the wheel that Sparky had said was loose. And sure enough, when they examined it carefully, it was so loose that in another few miles it would have come off, And there would certainly have been a terrible wreck. The conductor, Sparky's father, and even all the people on the train were amazed.
9: Well, what do you know? You see, the boy was right.
10: Why, the wheel really is loose, and just the one the little boy said. Well, what do you know about that?
7: The wheel was fixed and the train went on to town. But by the next day, everybody for miles around had heard about Sparky and how he had saved so many lives. His picture was in all the newspapers and he was quite a hero. The kids back home no longer laughed at him. In fact, they all wanted to be his friend because he was so famous. The president of the railroad even gave him a medal. It was at a special ceremony at the municipal building.
10: Sparky, it gives
7: me great pleasure to present you with this medal in appreciation for your service to this railroad is there anything you would like that we can give you anything anything at all
8: can I ride in the engine of the express can I?
7: (laughs) well Sparky if that's what you want you certainly can it'll be an honor and Sparky did he rode in the engine right up with the engineer and came speeding through town at 80 miles an hour and he blew the whistle too of course, all the kids in town were there watching when he went past, and he waved to them and they waved back, wishing that they could ride there too. He went by so very, very fast. And that's the story of Sparky and the Trains. He still rides up in the engine occasionally, And if you watch for him, you might see him almost any time. And I'll tell you something else. If you get to like trains as well as Sparky did, and if you listen carefully enough, maybe you'll hear them talk too.
1: I like to laugh. I like to laugh. I like to laugh until I cry. I like to sing. I like to sing. I like to sing and not be shy. I like to laugh and sing to almost anything. And I can do it by myself. I like to jump. I like to jump. I like to jump and feel tall. I like to run. I like to run. I like to run until I fall. I like to. Because it's lots of fun and I can do it
11: by myself.
1: Well there are times time when it's just me and me and it's okay. It's okay Because I know I can be where I like, where I like what, I like, what I, like, when I like, when I like who I like, who I like just how, how I like you see when it's just me, I like to read, I like to read, I like to read, my favourite book, I like to act, I like to act, and dress up just like Captain Hook, I like to read and read act, and as a matter of fact, I, I can, can do, it do it, by myself. Call it selfishness, call it, selfishness. Call it, solitude. Call it solitude, call me alone. or call me rude, but I can be where I like, where I what, I like, what I, like, I like, when I like, who I like, who I like just it. how I like. You see, when it's just me. I like to dance, I like to dance. with the music loud. And I pretend, I pretend, that there's a great big crowd. I like to dance, dance and pretend, and, and in the end I can do it by myself. Call it selfishness, call it solitude, call Call me a loner, or call me rude, but I can be where I like, what I like, like, when I like, like, who I like, like, just how I like. you. You see, when it's just me, when it's just me, when it's just me, when it's just me, when I'm so happy you could join me here on Fresh FM's Kids Mix. Next up, the Funky Monkey song, Funky Monkey Exercise.
5: Okay, Funky Monkeys, it's time to do some exercise. Okay. Right, so we're going to get up on our feet and start marching. We're going to put our hands up high. We're going to put our hands yeah. down low. Okay. We're going to put our hands out to the side. And here we go. Woo-hoo. Uh, put your hands up high. Put your hands down low. Put your hands out wide. Funky monkey exercise. Hands up high. Keep marching. Put your hands down low. Put your hands out wide. Funky monkey exercise. Hands up.
4: Hands down. And push them to the ground. Hands up. Hands down. And push them to the ground. Hands up. Hands down. And push them to the ground. Hands up. Hands down. And push them to the ground.
5: Let's feel the rhythm. Let's feel the groove. Let's get ready. Now move. Let's feel the rhythm.
4: Let's feel the groove. Let's get ready. Now Hands up! Hands down and push them to the ground. ground. Hands up! Hands down and push them to the ground. Hands up! Hands down and push them to the ground. Hands up! Hands down and push them to the ground. Let's feel the rhythm. Let's feel the
5: groove. Let's get ready. Now move. Let's feel the rhythm. Let's feel the groove. Let's get ready. Now move. Put your hands up high. Put your hands down low. Put your hands up wide. Funky monkey exercise. Hands up high. Put your hands down low, put your hands out wide, Funky monkey, Funky, monkey Funky monkey Exercise! Funky Monkey Exercise! Funky Monkey Exercise! Funky Monkey Exercise!
1: Have you heard the tale of Peter Rabbit? Well it's coming up next. It's by Beatrix Potter and it's our story for today.
11: A Rabbit by Beatrix Potter Once upon a time there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. "'Now, my dears,' said old Mrs Rabbit one morning, You may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put in a pie by Mrs. McGregor. Now run along and don't get into mischief. I am going out. Then old Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella and went through the wood to the baker's. She bought a loaf of brown bread and five currant buns. Flopsy, Mopsy and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight away to Mr McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First he ate some lettuces, and some French beans and then he ate some radishes and then, feeling rather sick, he went to look for some parsley. But round the end of a cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr McGregor? Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees planting out young cabbages, but he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving a rake and calling out, Stop, thief! Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden, for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages and the other shoe amongst the potatoes. After losing them, He ran on four legs and went faster, so that I think he might have got away altogether if he had not unfortunately run into a gooseberry net and got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. It was a blue jacket, with brass buttons, quite new. Peter gave himself up for lost and shed big tears but his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows who flew to him in great excitement and implored him to exert himself mr mcgregor came up with a sieve which he intended to pop upon the top of peter but peter wriggled out just in time leaving his jacket behind him and rushed into the tool-shed and jumped into a can it would have been a beautiful thing to hide in if it had not had so much water in it. Mr McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden underneath a flower pot. He began to turn them over carefully, looking under each. Presently, Peter sneezed. Catechew! Mr McGregor was after him in no time and tried to put his foot upon Peter, who jumped out of a window, upsetting three plants. The window was too small for Mr McGregor, and he was tired of running after Peter. He went back to his work. Peter sat down to rest. He was out of breath and trembling with fright, and he had not the least idea which way to go. Also, he was very damp with sitting in that can. After a time, he began to wander about, going blippity-blippity, not very fast, and looking all round. He found a door in a wall, but it was locked, and there was no room for a fat little rabbit to squeeze underneath. An old mouse was running in and out over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to her family in the wood. Peter asked her the way to the gate. But she had such a large bee in her mouth that she could not answer. She only shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Then he tried to find his way straight across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. Presently he came to a pond where Mr McGregor filled his water cans. A white cat was staring at some goldfish, she sat very, very still, but now and then the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it best to go away without speaking to her. He had heard about cats from his cousin, little Benjamin Bunny. He went back towards the tool shed, but suddenly, quite close to him, he heard the noise of a hoe. Scritch, scratch, scratch, scritch. Peter scuttered underneath the bushes. But presently, as nothing happened, he came out and climbed upon a wheelbarrow and peeped over. The first thing he saw was Mr McGregor hoeing onions. His back was turned towards Peter and beyond him was the gate. Peter got down very quietly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could go along a straight walk behind some blackcurrant bushes. Mr McGregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter did not care. He slipped underneath the gate and was safe at last in the wood outside the garden. Mr McGregor hung up the little jacket and the shoes for a scarecrow to frighten the blackbirds. Peter never stopped running or looked behind him till he got home to the big fir tree. He was so tired that he flopped down upon the nice soft sand on the floor of the rabbit hole and shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking. She wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was the second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in a fortnight. I am sorry to say that Peter was not very well during the evening. His mother put him to bed and made some chamomile tea, and she gave a dose of it to Peter. One tablespoonful to be taken at bedtime. But Flopsy Mopsy and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper.
1: the end. Have you ever made up a song? Here's one that my friend Anna Van Riel's daughter Matilda made up. It's called Click and Click. Song, the wheels on the bus go round and round Well, Levity Beat's song says The wheels on the bus, they don't go round All aboard, All aboard.
7: Hey, your fare hey, you Take a seat hey, Over,
12: there.
13: Over there Now here we go The wheels on the bus, they don't go round The wheels on the bus, they don't go round on the bus. They don't go round because the bus has got flat tyres. Pump it up, pump it up. Pump it up, pump it up. Pump it up, pump it up. We'll fix those flat old tyres. Back on board. board. Take a seat. seat.
12: Start her up. up. On On
13: the beat. Now here we go, up the wheels on the bus, they don't go round. The wheels on the bus, they don't go round. The wheels on the bus, they don't go round. Because the bus ran out of diesel. Fill it up, fill it up, slosh, slosh, slosh. Fill it up, fill it up, slosh, slosh, slosh. Fill it up, fill it up, slosh, 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 we'll Fill it up with diesel. Squeezing in, starter up, with the friend. Now here we go. The wheels on the bus, they don't go round. The wheels on the bus, they don't go round. The wheels on the bus, they don't go round. Because the battery has run flat. Charge it up, 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 charge it up. Put it on the charger Back on board board. Time to go Start her up up. What What do you know? But the wheels on the bus They don't go round The wheels on the bus They don't go round The wheels on the bus They don't go round Because the driver has gone home Home for tea, home for tea, munch, munch, munch. Home for tea, home for tea, munch, munch, munch. Home for tea, home for tea, munch, munch, munch. She'll drive the bus tomorrow. Off the bus, bus. home we go. go. We'll try again, again. See see you tomorrow.
0: Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.